0: You're listening to the Autism Weekly podcast. Each week, we share community voices and bring light to stories that increase awareness, acceptance, equity, access, and inclusion. If you haven't already, subscribe to join the Autism Weekly family. I'm your host, Jeff Skabitsky. This week, we welcome Taylor Duncan to the podcast to talk with us about the awesome nonprofit he founded and is the CEO called the Alternative Baseball Organization, or ABO for short. ABO empowers and inspires others with autism and other disabilities to learn new skills and achieve their dreams. Since starting Alternative Baseball, Taylor's been featured on over 400 national and local media outlets across the United States of America and beyond. Today, the program is setting up new programs in 12 states across the country with more on the way. Taylor, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much, and hello, baseball fans and non-baseball fans alike. It is so nice to meet you all.
0: Well, we're excited to meet you as well, Taylor, and that sort of enthusiasm, I think, is probably is what made your organization so great, but give me a little bit of background is is to develop that sort of passion in sport. It starts early, and to be able to bring it to others, can you tell me your story, how you got there?
1: I was diagnosed on the autism spectrum at the age of four where I had a lot of the speech issues and some of the physical motor skills that often kept me out of sports when I was much younger due to the developmental delays and the fact that I dealt with a lot of the stereotypes when I was getting older too. when I was much younger and it kept me out of competitive sports, those preconceived ideas of what one with autism can, it cannot accomplish. But with the help of my mother and teachers and coaches and mentors throughout the years to teach me the positive lessons throughout and beyond our wonderful pastime, I'm here today providing alternative baseball to those throughout the country and one day even beyond the country, maybe throughout the world one day.
0: Well, I mean, and and I I hear that that passion and it must have been frustrating growing up without having that advocate out there saying, "You know what, Taylor is a baseball player. Taylor is an athlete. He can be out there contributing in the same way anybody else can." And with that being, and I've heard you speak on on your TED talks and and out there is I love your definition of an athlete. And I'd love for you to be able to share that with the audience today because I think it's important for us all to hear that and to really understand.
1: Well, as you know, and we may not think about this very often as we watch competitive sports on television, but athletics and sporting activities and just proper exercise can be celebrated by just about every single person in the world. And we can enrich in the values. We can enrich in the lessons that we learn to apply outside of baseball. If you're in Europe or in Africa or Asia, off the cricket grounds. And throughout the sporting world, we learn how to deal with lessons through winning. We learn how to be a good winner, obviously, to show proper sportsmanship and most importantly how to deal with losing and how to deal with disappointment because sometimes we're not going to get the job that we want with the specific people that we thought would be ideal for our own lives we're gonna not be able to go out on a date with the girl or if woman is watching the guy that we want to go out on a date with us so it's all about learning how to deal with those lessons it's all about how learning how to deal with those disappointments that we're bound to experience within our lives to be able to be much more productive citizens off of the athletic grounds in whatever sport that we choose to play.
0: And I love that perspective. And and I see sports being that vehicle that, that you see it as well, where you learn so much as um, when, when I was engaged in baseball uh, many years ago, I, I feel like I walked away with the same lessons. Is I learned how to rely on others, how to be a good teammate, but also what failure feels like and how to learn from that. Absolutely. Is, is that what the ABO organization, is that what it brings? Is it bring more than just the competitive nature? Does it bring those lessons and that social Absolutely.
1: development? Absolutely, Yes, sir, it sure does, because really the reason that we don't have so many adaptations except the ball here that we use is because in the job sector, they don't quite understand the level of adaptations yet. The world is not typically, and I hate to say this, not typically ready, so to speak, to embrace the adaptations yet that a lot of people tend to put on those with disabilities. So, in my perspective, it's much different that we ought to prepare those with disabilities for the world that awaits us so that we can be able to not only function on the same level as everybody else, but per- perhaps exceed those expectations. And especially power through those negative and low level per- perceptions that may be presented upon those with disabilities. It's all about powering through what we believe we thought we could have done. It's Mm. gaining confidence to go out there and achieve whatever it is that they want to go out there and achieve.
0: Yeah. No, and I think that what you're describing right there, it's not only about the individual is competing. It's about those that are around the stakeholders, the community to be able to they have to learn all of these skills. It's not always about the individual. It's about the whole society learning how to empower.
1: And the communities. We've done. We decided to start doing more in terms of community engagement to invite them out to our games, to invite community leaders to participate in some of our games alongside our players, so that we can do more to engage more in the community and further raise awareness for what we can do. And if we start from the top rather than from the bottom. We can influence the top, and then those individuals will help support us and help influence everybody else that lives within the vicinity. And we love to go out there, not only promote ourselves, but promote the general resources. We're learning to become advocates for ourselves through alternative baseball, and we're learning the stewardship of what it means to be a good ball player that goes beyond competitive athletics, which means. Community stewardship, it means becoming an advocate for not only yourself, but for other teammates and the general disability community throughout and beyond your local vicinity. And in addition to that, too, you also get some exercise and work on your physical skills. But overall, it's a total package.
0: No, for sure. And I mean, it's I the role that you're playing within the ABL is is a unique one, at least by title, is that not often do you see a chief fun officer title. Right. Although I will say you grew up in the right area to learn from that. You're right between the Savannah Bananas and the Macon Bacon. So you, you probably I, learned a
1: bit. There, but I've been to a bacon game before and I was supposed to go da- down there and see Jesse Cole and the Bananas before COVID hit. And it's funny that you say that, but then COVID hit and I couldn't get down there. And so I'm still looking forward to getting down there for a game. They've got great people that work in their front office and they influence a lot of the athletic and, and even a lot of the business world because in their books, in Jesse Cole's book, I learned a lot more about what it took to be more engaging in the community, how to promote events with more enthusiasm and more excitement that will connect with the needs of the general community to get them out there to see what you're all about. And most importantly, I grew up to be a very creative person when I was much younger too. That was, I feel like a gift of mine. I guess you can say that others have told me that I had growing up. But what I realized is that with what they've done, it only reinforced the creative aspect. It's like, I need to, I mean, it's like, I'm having fun with this and I love what I do, but let's take it to another level. What can we do to be more creative and entice more opportunities? Because it shouldn't be so much about the competitive aspect for it that it's going to chase people away as much as it is about promoting the love and the joy and the fun of America's pastime. And that's kind of the influence that we've taken from them from Mike Veck, who owns the St. Paul Saints, whose father was the owner of the Chicago White Sox and did a lot of promotions. I'm sure they don't like me bringing up Disco Demolition. Watch the e- E30 documentary on that if you want more information on that. But they did a lot of creative things within athletics that were really that really influenced and inspired me to try to do much more to go above and beyond. For not only our players, but the general community, and to make the experience as enriching, exciting, and as empowering as possible. Yeah. Because we want everybody to leave there inspired, our games inspired.
0: And I would imagine, is that with the promotion bringing people in and then everybody getting to to witness and observe how talented some of the ball players are and how they work Perfect. together and the the ability that they have on the field is that you're creating that inclusive space you're creating the chance for people to shine so what are some of the obstacles that might have led it some of these athletes to not have opportunities when they were growing up
1: A lot of them deal with the social, the social perceptions of what one with autism can and cannot accomplish, first off. And number two, what happens is that there's often this block of individuals with disabilities who are often blocked out of what few opportunities there are for those with disabilities, because they feel like what is out there. And they do a good job promoting themselves, the other services do, and I give them props for doing everything that they're doing in their communities, but you can't cover the entire disability spectrum, because it is so large, so wide, we're all so unique, and so it's not naturally not going to fit the needs of the entire disability spectrum. And we found that with those over the age of 15, that after they graduated out of high school, and the Macho Man Randy Savage music stops and they take off that cap and gown for the last time, guess what happens? Their services also decline too. The opportunities are also closed off as soon as they leave that school building because they've aged out, especially for state programs too, if they don't have that infrastructure like others do.
0: Yeah, and what what ABO I, I think does is that it creates that safe space. It creates the opportunity for people, not necessarily to have to utilize a lot of accommodations because you don't have buddies that are working with people on the field. You don't have a lot of changes to the rules of the natural game. You're allowing it to play, but it seems like it supports itself. So how are people overcoming the obstacles on the field when they do exist?
1: Well, there are those that start with a T-stand But we keep all the rules exactly the same. Whereas instead of calling it a T-stand to make it more age appropriate, we call it a still pitch. Sort of like how you take a camera, it's like a freeze frame, so to speak. And the still pitch works just like any other pitch. You swing and miss three times, you're out. And you take too long to swing, that's a strike. And really, with that, that teaches them enough of the rule set until they're ready to make the next jump, which is slow overhand pitching. And eventually, they'll go on to hit fast overhand pitching. And they do a lot of this through practices. They have a lot of time to practice before they go and participate in the games because we want them to have enough of the skills or somewhere along that path to where they have. An understanding of the authentic rule structure, so to speak. Yeah, and but this ball here is slightly larger and much softer than a regulation size baseball, and we utilize this to accommodate those of all skill levels. Basically, it's sort of like a wiffle ball, and the way that it tends to curve, like a major league curve or a slider or break like a knuckle. But the thing about that is too. As soon as one thinks he's going to hit one over the 365 foot, 400 foot fence, it's going to die in the middle of the infield in the air. So just like the dead ball era where you had guys like Honus Wagner, Ty Cobb, and there weren't as many home runs back then, you have to play a lot of small ball. You have to play a lot of strategy from here as well as from here.
0: Uh, I mean, and that's got that's the those are the the real tenants. of the baseball exercise
1: game. and physical exercise yeah. for you audio listeners at home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a, a great ball player is not always the one that that has the the fastest step out of the box or the most power when they're throwing. It's the one who understands the game and can work through all of those components and and really kind of challenge themselves. Are your coaches? And those that are running the league, obviously, is that you identify autistic and and you have an executive role within the league. But are you trying to empower throughout the organization?
1: Absolutely. Yes, definitely. We have those who are coach managers and program managers who are, they're all volunteer-based, of course. But they all have different backgrounds. We have some who are former major league players who run some of our teams. We have those on the spectrum who run some of our teams who have all sorts of athletic experience. And not only are we training players for the baseball diamond, but our goal in the future as we position ourselves through the pandemic is to create more leaders to keep this up and going, to keep this consistent. Because when you create leaders out of sports, they can take what they learn here, say, as somebody who stands up and advocates for others, to be able to take that into the open business world as they go out and they find long-term work.
0: Mm-hmm. You see that often. You see a lot of leaders coming from the athletic world. And, and this is just another venue for that to start. And it's a unique venue in the fact that the creativity that comes out of a league like ABO. And the way that you're working through the marketing and being able to develop across different states, those are opportunities.
1: Absolutely. And now we're repositioning ourselves as sort of an advertising vehicle, much like you see Red Bull, so to speak, going to different towns and giving away those energy drinks, except us we're going to add adjacent counties and towns and hosting these community celebrity games and having community leaders participate alongside our players and helping get the word out so we can find more program managers that will come and see what we're about and then join our national movement
0: yeah and one of those places is coming up relatively soon if i'm correct is the abo versus the pros game right
1: yes yes we decided to retitle it ABO and pros because those that had signed up for tickets, a lot of them were more so from the autism world than from the athletic world. And they wanted to see more of our players. And for us to do that, we decided to split the teams in half to where it wouldn't be so much about the competitive aspect, but it would still be nine innings and be able to include those of pretty much different skill levels sprayed from throughout the country. For that one game, and they play alongside professional baseball players and be able to learn from those experiences as well. So, a good two for one deal. Who doesn't love that? But yes, tickets are going to be 10 bucks. Any seat in the stadium, yes, even the ones right behind home plate, if that's where you prefer. And in addition to that, too, I'm working with a group to have more sense of entertainment within the game as well. And I can't exactly say what that is yet, but we're working on ways to make this game as innovative as possible because, ladies and gentlemen, we're making history. We're making baseball history because nothing like this has ever happened in a professional stadium before. And it's up to us as those who are the makers of history and those who we are working with within the Tennessee Valley and beyond to make this dream a reality is we can't wait, waste this opportunity. We need as much support as we possibly can to be able to make it the biggest, most entertaining, most creative event we can possibly come up with.
0: That's, that's and ever- super exciting. That is so exciting. And I, I don't, I, you didn't mention who your partner was, but I believe it was in Chattanooga. Are you all going to be live streaming as well?
1: What we're we're probably going to do is we're going to tape it, we're going to edit it and put it on YouTube because it would allow us more creative control to go in different directions with how we would tape the game versus live streaming where you have to do it all in one shot and you really have to get everything right when you're live streaming it and in addition to that too... You're also live stream, you can't go in and out. You have the live streaming the in between the innings where there may not be as much happening and that's where you lose viewership. And so that's why we're gonna be taping it, putting some more effects and overlays in it that we've created ourselves to be able to be more engaging to the audiences that wanna see the game and wanna see us in action.
0: Yeah. I think that's why you're the creative marketing director and I'm the one who asked the
1: questions because I would. A lot of athletics and teams and leagues, they do live streaming. But after talking with somebody who is very famous in the YouTube, YouTube Avenue, after I bought his book on how to create an effective YouTube channel, which that's what we're working on, too. We're working on a new series that will probably start production next spring with some of our players and teams is that when you live stream if you're not if you have dead silence you will lose your viewership and so you have to be engaging right there because the average attention span of the individual per study that i read in one of my marketing texts in college is that the average individual, the average consumer, has an attention span of a six-year-old nowadays, especially when we're looking on our phones. We have millions of options at our fingertips of music, books, movies, games. You know it. And you're in competition every single millisecond for that attention. And so it's like, for us, we want to do it right. We want to do it right for those who are watching. We want to do it right for everybody else to who we're introducing this to, exactly.
0: And where where can folks find the information? Not just about the ABO, but also about the ABO and pros game. Where is all of this house that we can be contributors?
1: AlternativeBaseball.org is where the fun begins. You can sign up as a player for a local team near you. And even if you don't have one, sign up anyway, and we'll let you know when one comes to your area. There's one where those who want to start new programs can utilize the manager section to set up a Calumly appointment where we'll discuss all the details and all the logistics and all the fun song and dance lyrics and characterizations to get the team up and going in their individual areas, as well as the generally volunteer as well. And they can also donate through our website as well. That is also very, very, very much appreciated
0: well i can i can tell a by the well thought out components of every step of your organization but also the the fun the energy what you're looking at to be able to bring others in that this is a success and i can't wait to see it come to my area so i'm going to i'm going to start talking to my community about it But what would you say to those families that are trying to get their children into sports that maybe are discouraged or maybe don't feel like there's a place? How do you help, help them to realize there's always room?
1: Never give up on what your aspirations are. Keep high standards. Keep searching for the right area that you feel like you or your child can fit best in because it's all about finding those that will not only include, but to take whomever you're supporting under their wing so they can learn as most as they possibly can. And really, it doesn't have to be entirely locally. In fact, I went to a training camp in Kissimmee, Florida, when I played slow pitch softball and one of my mentors lives up in Milton, Ontario near Toronto. And I live down here in a greater Atlanta area. So it's not that everything has to be entirely local. You can branch out and find more resources on at least how you can practice. There's always different ways where some coaches are doing remote lessons still because of COVID, from what I understood. And in addition to, it's all about finding those inclusive opportunities to where a lot of people just want the acceptance. They want the mentoring. They want the encouraging encouragement. They want the empowerment. They want the excitement that will keep them engaged. They want to connect with others. For us, we're connecting with those who have similar backgrounds to ourselves. And we moved away from promoting just the game of baseball to promoting the business of excitement, the business of empowerment the business of social enrichment because this world it needs a lot more fun and enjoyment it needs a lot more joy it needs a lot more creativity in spite of everything that we're going through and if you have a disability during these times it can be much harder in some cases that's why we're promoting much more the fun we're promoting much more the excitement and everything in between because we may be limited in some aspects but in others we can use our talents and our uniqueness to provide hope to others in these in these challenging times
0: well i appreciate your mission and i and i think that if more people thought the way that you did is that we'd have such a an inclusive community and that we wouldn't have to be striving but it's good that we're learning from each other and that we're taking these steps down the path and you 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 had mentioned that people that want this empowerment, they want the opportunity, and I'd say is that they deserve it. There's no reason everybody shouldn't have all that opportunity within their life, and we just need to create the venues. And ABO is doing that, and I appreciate what you've done, Taylor. And I'd love just to give you an opportunity to 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 bring us out correctly and take your your chief fund officer uh duties to to the work and tell us one last time about the abo and how we can be a part of your organization
1: to join the fun and excitement of alternative baseball in our movement to hashtag power through perceptions and to change lives one pitch at a time you can visit www.alternativebaseball.org for more information on how you can get involved how you can help enriching the lives of those in your community and beyond. So what are you waiting for? Join the fun today at alternative baseball.org.
0: Well, thank you so much, Taylor. I know I'll be there.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much again. And see you all at Diamond.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to Autism Weekly. We hope you tune back in next week to learn more about autism in the real world. Autism Weekly is now found on all the major listening apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Subscribe to be notified when we post a new podcast. Autism Weekly is produced by ABS Kids. ABS Kids is proud to provide diagnostic assessments and ABA therapy to children with developmental delays like autism spectrum disorder. You can learn more about ABS Kids and the Autism Weekly Podcast by visiting abskids.com. Thanks for tuning in. See you again next week.